Hello, hello, William Bustle. Hi, Jen Ponton. How are you doing today? I'm, it's as Monday as ever, but I'm here and I'm very excited to be here. As Monday as ever. Truly an actor's nightmare fit for dreading the boards. Our brandy new podcast that is all about the flubs and foibles of being a person in theater or performance or, uh, or art that's live on your legs in front of a camera or people. <laughs> when you said art that's live on your legs, I imagined like little pieces of art climbing up my legs, <laughs> like little art, like little canvas spiders. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> New product. Um, so beautiful artists of all walks of life. Today we have with us my beloved Tanya Perez. I'm going to plug you a little bit. Tanya is a brilliant Latinx performer, writer, and filmmaker specializing in short form comedy. She is a creator of so many hats. I truly don't even know where to start. She's a clown. She has a, she has a comedy short called peep show. She made a really beautiful, incredibly cathartic film called Veronica that like decimated the film festival scene. Um, she is a member of the Latinx playwright circle and the Brown girls doc mafia. The two of us went to Sundance together and freaking wrecked it. <laughs> and she's a clown. <laughs> and she's currently uh, doing puppetry with skeleton hands somehow. So that is also amazing. <laughs> so many hats, so many hats. Where do we even begin? I'm going I mean, to make the hats as we speak. <laughs> uh, oh Tiny Perez, emotional haberdasher. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we are down to hear whatever you want to lead with. The overall, the biggest takeaway is that the point is not to talk shit about people if you want to go off. The point is not to talk shit. The point is just to share really, really delicious, amazing stories. And then if you want to use pseudonyms or just refer to people with pronouns or whatever, you know, have a blast. We just want to hear about the most cringy, ridiculous, heart-stopping things. (laughs) Oh my God. I mean, I have like how many years, like at least three decades of it. So I am <laughs> so honored to be sharing with you, Jen and Lillian, because as you can see, <laughs> if they're a distraction, I will stop. But no, no, they're perfect. They're perfect. I think they're helpful for what, <laughs> for me to like, think about like all the things that like the, you know, it's like, it's like when you, when you wear white uh, shorts, at least this always happened to me when I wore white shorts when I was a teenager oh. and I was just like, I was destined to get my period. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. Right. In yep. the worst way. Oh my and it God. Was so, so many things <laughs> in my life. <laughs> I will, I will start with this. And I, I, I baby Tanya was uh, a dancer at, well, I used to take classes at Carnegie hall. And my mom would take me all the way from Flushing's Queens to Carnegie Hall to have dance classes, but I was three years old. So I didn't, you know, it was for me, it was like playtime. 
And I just remember when, um, when we had our recital in the actual space and, you know, for us, it was just like, oh, this is us doing the routine. But I was so serious about it that I was yelling <laughs> at little girls yes! to do the routine the right way. <laughs> yes. My yes, mom was horrified, horrified. She's like, oh, my God. And we had um, our, my teacher at the time was a um, I'm going to butcher it. Bolshoi. Um, uh, no, I think that's correct. Ballet? Yeah, yeah the ballet, she, she she was from the Bolshoi and and, and she was like, <laughs> You must do it right. So then I was like, oh, we must do it right. <laughs> so that launched Girl, me into my, my... Guess what, Lillian? <laughs> Tanya yes. is also a Capricorn. 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 Capricorn, yes. high five. High five. Capricorn rising, Capricorn sun, and a Sagittarius moon. Look at you. <laughs> my. It's so good. I have to, what I have to actually do is I have to make a little sting like Capricorn for yeah. any time that Lillian does something. I'm like, well, that's textbook. Mm. Drop it in. <laughs> so good. Oh my God. So you were like militant about the art. That was yes. really, that was the formative moment. Yes. I love it. Oh my God. Yeah, I mean, so you know, and I, I danced for a long time. So that's how I entered um, the performing arts. I was I was a dancer because I was um, I was dyslexic and I wasn't diagnosed very um, much later. So I wasn't even reading. I could only do things visually and dancing was the expression. Um, but I was also I was weird. <laughs> I was a weird kid. <laughs> I had this thing called the Disco Kid 2, and it was a record player that I still have to this day. And I would do perform massive performances in my room where I would have all the dolls lined up. And then I would do like crazy dances because I was like, this is how I want to express myself. It had nothing to do with ballet. <laughs> oh, I have to see this thing. Oh, I don't have it right now, but I oh my God. it to you. Yeah. Please take pictures of it for I, uh, me. <laughs> I used so to line up my stuffed animals and specifically I used to act out um, Bugsy Malone, which I had the soundtrack on uh, on a record, which was that weird musical where like <clears throat> Jodie Foster and Scott Baio and people like ch actual children were playing mobsters and like gun yes! models and stuff. Yeah. And I... <laughs> specifically that I knew the music so well and I would act out with all my stuffed animals oh my god so good we would have been best friends I was I was just about to say that I'm like we would have like literally for hours gotten lost our our parents would be calling where are they we would be like stuck in a room <laughs> so good so good. So if that's sort of how performance began for you with just this, like, this is my empire and my imagination. When was the first, when was the first time that sort of like the, the dumb limitations of what other people perceived as art came crashing down on you? Uh, i.e. like oh. a terrible audition experience or like what someone wanted to pass as a stylized version of a musical or um or an <laughs> acting class that was so just um against the grain of what felt a, good for you or a clown teacher who was too serious because i understand oh. that runs in clown teacher's blood <laughs> yes so i okay so 
I never had a clown teacher. I did a kind of, but I started clowning because I wanted beer money <laughs> for college. Right on. <laughs> and because I had no other skills, like I couldn't type, I couldn't use a computer. I went to theater school <laughs> at Florida State and I was just like, here I am. I'm just going to learn lines and do things. <laughs> And I realized I was like, I need money because I was on a, you know, I was on a very strict budget. And I was like, you know, I could do clowning. Like that's performing, right? So there was a company called BJ the Clown. And <laughs> I know, right? No. <laughs> yes. No. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. Sorry. Tanya's like, I'm going to work <laughs> for BJ the Clown for beer money. <laughs> yes. So that's good. a slippery slope. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, all right, this is going to be my thing. I'm going to do this on like, you know, Tuesdays. So they would get, they would, she would have me at this, at a Shoney's. And I would do the kids night where I would dress as a clown. And then we would do karaoke. And there was always this one kid who would show up and he would, he would say, he would sing, I believe I could fly for hours. Oh, <laughs> And I was, I was just like, yeah, this is my gig. This is whatever. They pay me money. They give me some food. So Hell yeah, I never... get that Shoney's buffet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it sounds yeah. amazing. <laughs> so jump forward to like me coming to New York. And I literally, my origin story is I had $200, two suitcases and an address and a one-way ticket. And I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> no real plan. Got dropped off in the Lower East Side all that good stuff. And I was like, I need a job. So I was clowning in college. So I'm going to clown here in New York. So I literally opened up the paper and found this guy, um, silly Billy, the clown. And I was like, I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to work for him. <laughs> and I got trained, um, by, um, a, a friend of mine. I still know to this day, um, uh, uh, hammer mania, Looney Lenny, the clown, Looney Lenny, the clown. <laughs> he trained me. And he was like all business, like, this is how you got to be funny. This is how you're going to do this. This is what you're going to do for your magic. This is what blah, blah, blah. And if you get better, then maybe you'll get more tips, whatever. And I <laughs> get your shit together, said Looney Lenny. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I was basically running around on the subway in a, a full clown outfit, uh, going up to places where I was just not familiar. I was, they were you know, sending me to the deep Bronx, deep Queens, all these places where I had to get off the train and then walk 20 minutes in a full clown outfit, uh -huh. getting harassed. <laughs> oh my God. So for me, oh it was like God. always like this, like this thing of work and not like clowning never became until much later when I was like, oh, they're real, like, this is really fun. <laughs> oh, honey. <laughs> I'm, it started I'm as a necessity. <laughs> right? All for beer money. I, so. I'm imagining you and Basket starting a friggin' support group. <laughs> I, know. I think it was when we passed a Shoney's in Salt Lake City that you were like, oh, Shoney's. I used to clown there. And I was like, sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> the so memories. Good. Oh, buffets. <laughs> was proposed to in a wait what it's wait, not a marriage up. that she ended up taking no it was uh it was a it was a pal 
who I had not even kissed in college, a very sweet, well-meaning, slightly this was also delusional friend. It was, this all mm-hmm. happened. All of this happened in Florida. <laughs> mm-hmm. Of course. Of course. There are very few Shonies left in the world too, which is very sad because that breakfast buffet, like I can taste those French toast sticks right now. Amazing. What was your, what was your con name? <laughs> my, my clown name, I, my proposed my first clown name as Pennywise the clown. Cause I was like, I wanted a little dark and BJ was like, no, you can't do that. So I, so I just changed it. I shortened it to Penny. So I was Penny. My first clown name was Penny the clown. That's a nice nod. That's a nice, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then eventually, like when I when I really dove into clowning was Giggles the Clown, because all my friends used to call me Giggles because I would be laughing all the time at dumb things and (laughs) having a good old time. They're like, you're Giggles. So I used Giggles. I still use Giggles the Clown. I have another clown. She's the night clown. She's uh, Cha-Cha Margarita. So she's very (laughs) body. Sorry, it's going to be a burlesque situation because the two of you can definitely talk. Yes, she is. She oh is my god. Clown. <laughs> night <There's>... clown. <laughs> uh, night clown night is clown. my new favorite term. <laughs> <laughs> I can introduce you to some other night clowns. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> Amazing. I don't know if I really answered your your question, but other than the fact that like I feel like, you know, the <laughs> It, I feel like I've just been stumbling in my artistic life <laughs> that has then I go, oh, well, I guess I keep doing this thing. So I'm attracted to it. So I should actually explore it <laughs> as an artist. It's something I truly love about both of you when <laughs> having known you both for a very long time and seeing you be like, uh, I guess I'll try this thing. And then this thing is massively successful. And you're like, I mean, I guess I'll do more of it. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Oh, no. Okay, so what? I know. (laughs) Amazing. Um, One of the stories that you, uh, that you um, gave a little teaser for was when a, when a set wouldn't move in a show. Would you tell us all about that? Yes. Um, And I can, and I can name names. (laughs) <laughs> brilliant because it's it's literally one of the things where i i was okay so i was working on anna in the tropics in seattle at the seattle rep and it was my very first major uh production like it was you know i it got me my equity card um the cast was amazing it was a latinx story all these things and it was just it felt like magic so we had done this wonderful run at Seattle Rep, and it was a co-production with um, the Maltz Jupiter Theater in Florida. So we were taking the entire set down to Florida. What we didn't know is that their theater was, I think, like two feet smaller. So the set just fit in, Ooh. and it was a rotating set. Like so, the, it was it was a house, basically a giant house, mm-hmm. and it was several stories. And, um, and it rotated. So at a, during between act one and act two, it rotates as we walk on. So we're walking on. I mean, it was super cool. I was like, wow, it's, this is what money does. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <All right>. yep. 
were going on and it's a mat like the scene the scene that we were walking on while it was rotating was a 20 minute scene a big pivotal scene everything was on set we there were machines there were all all kinds of things and it was the cigar factory so we were supposed to be rolling and there was just all kinds of good stuff <laughs> so one day we go ahead and we're doing this um doing the, we're about to go on to the scene and then all of a sudden i could see that the set is stuck like it's <clears> not <throat> moving and we're all like what do we do and our stage manager wasn't calling it like not stopping it so we were like okay we're all gonna go on so we went on and we had to take all of our props that we needed for that scene from the back of this set that wasn't moving and we're just like improvising we're saying the lines but we're improvising our movements because it's it, there's a there's a fight scene there's like oh, i mean God. so much stuff yeah whole thing <laughs> so we were like just we just kept going and our stage manager was like well let them go if they're gonna keep going we're gonna keep doing it and no one's getting hurt <laughs> so, right we so did it all of a sudden and, it becomes our town oh my god <laughs> It was the most listening I've ever done in a production period. Oh, <laughs> the presence required. I know. I was like, man, my acting training just kicked in. <laughs> That's amazing. I um, I had a professor who was a stage manager and she, she loved stage managing more than life itself. And she was stage manager for a production of an original musical, which was like, I don't know, it was about like the Appalachia. And so the overture was like a whole bunch of bluegrass music. And the set was this beautiful ornate situation where like on a big rotating, very mechanical, intense situation, like the sun would rise over the friggin' mountains and oh then goodness. something would turn around and you'd be in like the Shenandoah Valley or I don't know. And all, and the set sticks and they can't get it out. And the overture is just like, uh, they're vamping basically, <laughs> and it and it continues to not work to the point where they had to. She and like a bunch of the crew had to like start whacking at it with sledgehammers while the audience was still in the house. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I don't think that show ever went either. I think they had to release everybody because the set wouldn't move. And if it wasn't the set, they couldn't oh, even get gosh. the people out. Ridiculous. Oh, my word. <laughs> what we do for the theater. Uh, <laughs> it's, endless. it's endless. It's <laughs> endless. Lillian, what did you want to dig into? If anything. Oh, uh, I mean, I, I'm just along for the ride here. I've, I've, I'm always curious about um, auditions that go <laughs> sideways. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I have I have so many. My, I'm like my favorite story to tell. <laughs> yes. Is is um is an is actually it it uh it relates to dance. So I I had a fascination with the urban bushwomen, and when I was, uh, I think it was a sophomore in college and I was, 
I had an opportunity to come to New York and audition for them. And what they did was they did a wonderful like workshop, week long workshop. And so we're learning all the dances, we're working with them, we're working with their ideologies. And then all of a sudden, like then at the end of it, we're auditioning for the company. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. <laughs> so in the middle of it, I'm front and center. I'm like, I'm going to get this. I'm going to be a company member. I'm going to quit college. I'm going to do all these things. And I am dancing my face off until my mind goes blank. And I don't remember anything. People are going, trying to move around me. And I'm just sitting oh, there no. frozen, frozen, oh, yeah, frozen no. in the middle going, um, and I'm like trying to look at other people. And I was like, okay, so I started going back and then I started doing, you know, the move from dirty the dancing. Yes. yes. <laughs> so I did the hand Cause I was like, this will be at least funny, right? No, no, just oh, did not. God. And I had to so walk good. all the way back. I know. I had to walk all the way back and all the other dancers were shocked and horrified that I Oh my god. That. Like it was a disrespect. And then one just patted me in the back. They were like, "Oh, honey." Oh. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> that was brilliant. It oh should my have god, been a slam amazing. Dunk. Dance I, calls are brutal. Oh, brutal. I don't understand why it has to be like that. I had I had an audition for um I actually am okay with getting typed in or out or of something. Like if, if that is really how you are casting, I don't want to stick around if you don't, if you don't think my body looks like the body who could play your part. So I got yeah. typed in um, for production of Cinderella. <clears throat> I'm guessing for a stepsister. And in my head, you would have two separate dance calls for the character actors who are trying to be the stepsisters versus the rest of the chorus who is presumably doing like ballroom dancing, etc. cetera. Mm -hmm. uh, no, that is not what happened. And like, <clears throat> at the time I was like, okay, I remember what a pot of beret is. Like I don't, <laughs> <laughs> the number of dance call combo auditions that I had done, I had done like maybe two in New York because that's not what I do. And uh, after I made a wrong turn and collided with someone, um, I, I scooted to the back and I basically did just did like jazz squares with a, uh, like a snooty look on my face. I was like, I, if they want to see how I move in this, this is how I do it. Um, and I, then I just got like finger guns from the choreographer on the way out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it was like, that's you amazing. Best. You did your best, kid. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! And I the way that. how, if your brain sort of just blips, you lose it entirely. Oh, forget it entirely. Yeah, you like I've never done a dance move. I've never done a monologue. I've never interacted with a human in my life. Like everything's just like. Pfft. And of yeah. course it all happens after they take you through, right? Several different iterations of the dance and you nail all of them until they do the final one. And they're like, okay, now we're only watching you or now right. definitely get it right. Cause this person's paying attention and it just doesn't right? happen. And then you lose yeah. it and the music's moving so fast and you're like, Oh <laughs> my God. I mean, I feel the flames on the side of my face. <laughs> when it happens. <laughs> <laughs> I went all the way down the, back in back in the days of just driving all over for like regional theater. I went down to an open Shakespeare call in Philly. Um, 
And for anyone who doesn't live in the greater tri-state area, somehow going from New York to Philadelphia is nigh impossible. It should not take nearly as long as it does. It should not take that long. It totally does. It takes forever. It's so hard. Um, And it's like just as hard as if you're driving as it is, if you're trying to take mass transit. And so I already like had to psych myself up to go And I had been working on this monologue. I don't even remember what it was. It was a dramatic Queens monologue or something. And I'm trying to get myself ready to go. And so I'm reciting this monologue the whole time, all the way down for like two and a half hours or whatever ungodly amount of time it is. And I get out of my car and I pay for parking and I go up and I wait in this fucking waiting room and I finally get in the black box theater and they're like and this lady who's really mean is like all right do your monologue and I got maybe a couplet out and then I was like I I got nothing (laughs) (laughs) and she's like thank you next and I was like, wow. oh, fuck, I just came all the way down to Philly for this. So I think uh, I got cheesesteak on the way back. Yes. <laughs> A car full of cheesesteak. A car full of cheesesteak. <laughs> the only good thing. I-, <laughs> I mean, you know, it does remind me of the time where, and this is, this is a story where it's like, it, it was, I was going for an, a Shakespeare uh, company that was in uh, Pennsylvania and they had open calls here mm-hmm. and I was broke, 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 mm-hmm. like super broke. Like I couldn't even get on the subway broke. Mm-hmm. I only had enough for, I mean, f- f- to eat for the week. And I was, I was like, I'm going to, I'm determined to go to this open call. And it was for Romeo and Juliet. So I was living on 18th and Broadway and I walked to 42nd street and 10th Avenue for this audition. <laughs> And I had prepared, um, I don't remember what monologue, but I prepared this monologue and I get there and I'm like, I'm waiting for hours. I finally get up and I go do this. And then they're like, great, can you, and they handed me um, uh, one of Juliet's monologues and they said, here, can you, can you memorize this and then come back in two hours? And I had nowhere to go. So I was like, oh my God. So I walked all the way back. And then I walked all the way back to the, back home and all the way back. But it helped because I had to memorize this, this piece. Um, Do you remember what season it was? Uh, It was, it was the fall. So, but it wasn't cold yet. So I I, I wasn't trudging through snow, but I was so determined because I was like, I need a job so badly. Oh my God. And they, they eventually, they booked me, but they booked me only if I could go out to Pennsylvania, like Allentown, Pennsylvania. Uh-huh, so, uh-huh, uh-huh. so I also had to like, I had to like basically scramble to get some money, to get on a bus, to go all the way out there. And I was just like, man, am I doing, am I crazy? Am I, is this, is this worth it? And then when I booked it, I was like, finally, and I was like the first Latina uh, uh, Juliet in their season ever. And for me, it was just like, you got that job. I just got a job. Yeah. Yay. Oh my God. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, it was my very first professional job in New York. That's awesome. That's amazing. And it was in my stomping grounds. Ridiculous. I- <laughs> <laughs> so I completely understand that track. 
Right? <laughs> yes, it's ludicrous. Oh my God. Especially to figure out how to get to the Lehigh Valley. Forget it. We don't have any trains. <laughs> Where did all our trains go? Right. So crazy. Yeah, now now you can easily take a, uh, a a free bus out to the casino and then figure it out from there. Because <laughs> I know that because that's what my brother-in-law does sometimes when we all go Nice. Out. Oh my God. That's oh, great. That's a good tip. <laughs> so you uh, are working. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Lillian. What's up? Oh, no, no. Go ahead. Uh, you are working on a TV show right now. What's mm-hmm. that? Can't really say too much, but I can say that it is inspired by my life. Yes. Specifically inspired by living with my folks last year. So yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty much, you know, a 40 something Latina who is childless and isn't married and having to come from New York, living my New York life and then being slammed into a very conservative God, I love it. Family who's asking the questions, when are you going to get married? When are you going to have children? Oh Do we even want to expect that anymore? I don't know. You're too old. I don't know. <laughs> and I love them. And it's, it's, a, it's a half hour multicam comedy. So I love it. <laughs> yes, of course it is. I got busy during the, the great pause. So, I love that. That's so great. there's, there's so many things that are like percolating, um, that I'm really, really jazzed about. And it's also seeped into, you know, my personal stuff, like my family and my friends and the world around me. So. I love that. And if you go deep, if you start some deep liking on that Instagram, you can actually follow in time how ridiculous Florida was. (laughs) (laughs) You don't even know. You do not even know. (laughs) So excited. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, that's wonderful. So, uh, everyone who's listening, you will be able to find Tanya's socials in the show notes. We'll make sure to hyperlink those for you. Um, I adore you so much. Thank you for coming and talking to us. Oh my God. I adore you too. Thank you so much, Jen and Lillian, um, soul sister. Like, thank you. Yes. Yes. Capricorns forever. Capricorns forever. (laughs) Lillian, what did we say we wanted to do at the very end? Did we say we wanted to do like dream role or, (laughs) or, Uh, I mean, we had bounced around a couple of ideas, whether it was like dream role or like, um, a celebrity impersonation or something. Yes. Yes. Or like, or like a tiny improv. (laughs) I was like, well, I was thinking dream role. I was like, well, I already wrote it. (laughs) <laughs> yes but that's the in- actual dream answer yes but doesn't it involve chris pine chris pine <laughs> chris pine if you're available <laughs> in whatever capacity <laughs> the skeleton arms are flailing with joy <laughs> i love it <laughs> so good dream, dream roll equals whatever has a, a screen kiss with Chris Pine. <laughs> yep. Beautiful. Perfect. <laughs> um, thank you so much for listening to Dreading the Boards. This has been Tanya Perez, the great, the wonderful, the clown, Tanya Perez. <laughs> oh, I love you both so much. Love you too. <laughs> I'm Jen Ponton. I'm Lillian Bustle. And until next time, break your legs! Break all the legs! <laughs> <laughs>